Hey guys, Freddie Wills here from freddywills.com, back with the podcast this week, Uh, and I'm starting to stream on YouTube, so make sure you check that out as well. Um, Sorry I missed the podcast last week, Uh, a lot going on at home, I had a pretty bad sore throat last week, Uh, I'm starting to get better, and um, my kitchen's being remodeled, so there was a lot of noise going on, and I just thought it'd be better to skip, so... Uh, This week I'm back, Uh, probably going to have two podcasts by the end of the week, Uh, so make sure you tune in. Uh, For today's podcast, just going to kind of recap last week in college football. Uh, You know, let me start off by saying this, I feel like a broken record, uh, but the last two weeks there has not been a single college football game where the team um, I backed, I put my personal money on um, and gave out to clients where the team we backed won the turnover battle. Honestly, it's 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 bad luck. Uh, part of it is bad luck. Uh, minus eleven turnover margin this week. Minus seven last week for a total of minus eighteen turnover margin. Uh, three, five, and one against the spread record for college football. Uh, also, zero and three in totals this past week. Uh, you know, I was I was on Twitter, and um, I, again, this is a small sample size, but uh, you know, I I don't think I could bet any unders and any totals for a while um you know my my strategy long term has always been um to first look at the dog and then look at the under because it's you know contrarian belief to bet the underdog most people most public bettors want to bet the over and they want to bet the favorite so i've always had that mindset but um i'm starting to learn that you got to look at the over before anything else and you got to look at it early in the week because those totals move so quickly uh, so I'll start doing that. Um, the good news is we have started this this year in college football really, really conservative. I bring all this up because two week, two weeks, a twelve game. We got off to a six and two against the spread record um, the first two weeks. So because because this this season's so unordinary, like it's it's very strange season, and we don't know what players are going to be in and out. And, I mean, we've seen already a couple situations that uh, one just this past week where we're, we had uh, Kansas State had, I think, seven starters out, and they won as a 28-point favorite. Now, a lot of shit had to go right for them to get that win, uh, but this, this season is just going to be like no other season. I mean, we even saw it in the NFL with Dallas Cowboys last week coming back. Um, and again, the Falcons yesterday blowing a lead uh, with the uh, – Big Dick Nick Falls coming into the game uh, down 16 in the fourth quarter to come back and uh, win that game. And then we saw the Bills. They were up 28-3. to three. Uh, They gave that lead up and then only to come back and, and score with 15 seconds left to win the game. Uh, that was my play of the day. That was my first, uh, second 5% play of the year overall in football. We're 2-0 and in those. Uh, nothing in college yet because I have been extremely conservative. I, I, I feel like there's going to be more unknowns in college football. Until I get comfortable, I wouldn't expect uh, anything to change. 3% plays are probably going to be my, my top plays for a while unless I see something I really love. So that that's just a little housekeeping there to kind of tell you where my mindset is right now with college football. Um, it's going to be a grind this year. It's going to be fun. I'm going to have a grand time watching these games and uh, I'll be kicking myself for some plays that I didn't play and um, kicking myself for some of the plays that I did play. Uh, But anyways, let's get to it. We'll we'll go over some of the key games. Uh, Pitt versus Louisville. Uh, This game was one of the few games going under the total. Uh, Depending on when you backed Pitt, you you could have covered as as they won by three here. Uh, Pitt was... uh, 
150 plus 150 yards in this one. Uh, they really should have won by more. The strength of Pitt is their players on the edge, which really helped contain Cunningham, the quarterback from Louisville. Only three rushing yards on 13 rushes. Uh, you know, Louisville off this week. I, I have to say that they've probably been a disappointment. Uh, just, just getting beat by Pitt here uh, by Miami last week. At least they were closer with Pitt, but really when you dig into the stats, they really weren't. Uh, so a little concerning there for Louisville. Um, you know, Louisville off this week, as I mentioned, and then they'll travel to Georgia Tech who, look, Georgia Tech, man, I'm so glad I didn't back on this week. They have turned the ball over 10 times in their last two games. Uh, so uh, I did play the under in the Georgia Tech game, which, you know, five turnovers, uh, let's be honest, it did not help our cause. And I feel like if you're going to bet unders, you, you I, I, I don't even want to watch the game when I bet an under because you're one turnover away, one special teams play away from – it going over the total, and that's kind of what happened in this game uh, against Syracuse. If Tech, if Tech can play a clean game, they're going to upset someone else in the ACC. Uh, you know, their win over Florida State looks less impressive now, obviously, after Florida State got their asses kicked by Miami this past week, another game I bet the under in. Um, and, and Tech held Syracuse to 357 yards in this game uh, and gave up 37 points, which typically, uh, if you're holding a team to 357 yards, you're, you're not going to give up 37 points, especially to an offense like Syracuse, which has had all kinds of issues. Um, Georgia Tech, I mean, Jeff Collins, the head coach there, I, I, I respect him from his days at uh, Florida as the defensive coordinator and then, of course, at Temple. Uh, but he, he's got to get this team together because 10 turnovers in two games. They had 15 penalties in this game. Um, it's going to be a while before I can back Tech, but I, I can tell you right now, um, they're going to upset someone this year because they definitely have the talent. You can see it in the quarterback, Sims. He's he you know he's a true freshman here, and um, I, I feel like uh, we've, we've seen it the past three weeks. Maybe they got a little too confident after they beat Florida State. So uh, I, I'm, you know, I'm going to stay away. Uh, for a while. Moving on to the Big 12 here, uh, which is going to be crazy conference. Kansas State at Oklahoma. Oklahoma upset again by Kansas State, and that's six times that Oklahoma has been a 20 or more point favorite and lost the game outright um, since 2009. Uh, no, no team has done that more than twice. Oklahoma's done it six times. Uh, so uh, you could say that, uh, you know, they just don't. They just have a culture and history of not respecting teams, or you could say that uh, they're just always overrated. Um, look, I I gave out Oklahoma as my free pick, one um, percent play, very small, and I do play my free picks. And I know some guys who give out free picks and and they don't they don't actually play them, which I never understood. But uh, you know, uh, it doesn't hurt as much when when I lose a free pick because it's it's just one percent of my bankroll. Uh, but uh, look, Oklahoma had a 21-point lead multiple multiple times in this game. Uh, they were just like one player away. Uh, I had them at minus 27 and a half. I bet them earlier in the week. Um, you know, Kansas State—they never gave up. Give them credit. Got got inside the head of the Sooner players. Oklahoma had four turnovers in this game. Uh, they got a punt blocked. Uh, their highly touted quarterback Spencer Rattler did not have a good day, and with costly turnovers, including a very poor throw at the end of the game that was picked picked off by Kansas State. Uh, Kansas State did all of this without a total of seven starters uh, who didn't 
who didn't, uh, I think it was due to COVID. Uh, remember, this game was the same Kansas, This remember, this was the same Kansas State team at full strength that lost to Arkansas State, who Arkansas State was without nine starters, and they lost outright. So, uh, you know, I, I think you're seeing a lot of this with the starters missing, and you're seeing some of the backup players uh, step up. Now, I don't think that's always going to be the case. I think you need to have a very good leader at the top. Um, Chris Kleiman's done a great job with Kansas State. Um, and you could say the same thing about Arkansas State's Blake Anderson, the culture that he has there. Uh, those are those would be teams that I would want to back uh, if there were starters going to be announced to be out to COVID. I think that uh, they have uh, the, the backup players ready to play and um, you know you see this all the time with with in the NFL with guys uh, missing a game and they the backups step up and they end up playing better um, and covering the spread. So um, it, very interesting to track here in the early going or what what we're seeing uh, when guys are when teams are shorthanded. Uh, last year, uh, Kansas State. Look, you're, you're going to say hangover maybe Kansas State after the beat, but they covered four of their five games after upsetting Oklahoma a year ago. Uh, so there was no hang- hangover. It was nothing but confidence building for that team. I think we could see the same thing here. Uh, you know, again, Chris Kleiman, hell of a coach now. So I, I, you know, I'd be careful fading them as a favorite, uh, or which they are this week against Texas Tech. Um, Texas Tech obviously loses to Texas after holding the 56 to 41 lead with three minutes left in the game. Another crazy game. Uh, I did catch the end of this. Uh, can we just call the big 12 crazy this year? Like it's going to be insane. Uh, must watch TV. Uh, it's going to be very uneasy to have a, a ticket. I feel like you're never going to feel like you, you got a winner until it actually cashes. Uh, Texas had to get an onside kick, a two point conversion, and then they won in over overtime. Uh, Texas heavily penalized in this game. And as much as I love Sam Ellinger, I just can't get on the bandwagon of this Texas team that just plays down to their competition constantly. Uh, now, maybe this scare as a 17-point favorite is is what this team needed. Uh, we've seen some pretty damn good teams lose early in a season. Uh, I remember that Ohio State team that won the national championship uh, that year, the loss to Virginia Tech early in the season. Now, listen, I'm not saying – that Texas is Ohio State, and I'm not saying Texas is back um, because, listen, I don't think Ohio State ever gave up 56 points in a game. Uh, but, again, this is football these days now. There's just a lot of points. Um, sometimes I don't like watching it, but sometimes it's it's very interesting. It's more interesting when I don't have money on the under. Um, not to laugh about that because it is serious. I, I don't like um, the fact that – you know, I, I gave out unders this week and they didn't cash and that pisses me off. Like, uh, you know, I had a few people reach out to me saying they're tired of losing and listen, I, like I said to open the show, I, I take that seriously uh, because it's my money too. Now, luckily, I turned it around Sunday um, and hopefully uh, that person had my NFL package as well. Uh, I went three and one, uh, so I profited for the week. Uh, one Thursday night football one Friday night football, had a shitty day on Saturday with college football, and then a, a great Sunday uh, to finish out a profitable week. So uh, that's all. what it's all about uh, is profitable weeks. And, uh, you know, you're always going to get, uh, you know, transparency from me, honesty, integrity. Uh, that's that's kind of what I live by, uh, especially with, with – uh, that's, that's my promise to my clients always is I'm betting the games that I put out there 
and I'm always going to be honest, and all my records are always there for you guys to look at, critique, whatever you want to do. I release all these games one minute after the game starts. Um, In fact, I know a lot of people uh, who wait for that, and they don't even pay me for my plays. I know that they wait for those. The bad news about that is sometimes you're going to miss the line moves, but uh, I do know that people are interested because uh, a lot of times those, those those plays get released before the game even starts, especially the later games when there's some delays. Uh, but not to get off on a tangent, let's keep rolling through some of these games. And again, well, actually, before I do, uh, again, make sure you head on over to freddywills.com and uh, subscribe to my premium pick newsletter. Uh, one premium play once a week, every week. Um, so make sure you check that out. TCU closed as a four-point dog against Iowa State, and uh, they were actually plus 76 yards in this loss. I think about 40 yards came on that last uh, play of the game, which, again, uh, crazy. This is the crazy Big 12. Uh, 40 yards came on a Hail Mary pass, which got them the cover, depending on when you back them, as the spread was two and a half all week. I Again, Iowa State was covering the game for the majority of the game, and, again, I just don't know what to do with the Big 12. You could have had Iowa State in, in the game and lost on a Hail Mary. Uh, I'll say this. TCU opted not to go for an extra point. So many Iowa State minus two and a half backers uh, probably cashed. I was very I was close to releasing Iowa State as a play uh, multiple times early in the week. I, I'm, I'm glad I didn't. That would have given me a heart attack. Probably would have covered, but I know that some people would have waited to the game to be released, saw it and backed Iowa State at minus four, and they would have lost. But... Um, so that's, that's why it's important to pick up, you know, a package. I am going to be lowering my college football package and NFL package this week. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, you know, this was another game that flew over the total of 42 and a half points. Uh, we may see some inflated totals on both teams moving forward, but I, I'm not about to start betting unders in college football, as I've mentioned so many times. Iowa state this week hosts Oklahoma 10 point dog. You know, I, 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 again, I lean towards Iowa state. You have to wonder about the psyche of these Oklahoma players who likely no longer are part of the college football playoff picture. Last year, they lost to Kansas State, and Oklahoma went on to go 1-3 and three against the spread. Uh, last year, they only beat Oklahoma- Iowa State by one, and that also came after their loss to Kansas State. Uh, so, uh, just very interesting. Let's head over to the SEC. Uh, I gave out three games in the SEC this week. Uh, they went 1-1-1 one, one, and one against the spread. Uh, there was a couple of games I really wish I had bet, and you know I'm kicking myself for uh, not backing Mississippi State plus the points. I, I just really didn't want to get into uh, Mike Leach first game first. You know I, I didn't even look at the game to be honest, and and I I should have. Um, the more I heard things throughout the week, the more I liked Mississippi State, and then. By that point, the spread had moved three points, so I was like, you know what, I'm not going to even waste my time. Let me focus on other games because I liked Mississippi State at that point, but I already lost three points of line line movement, and they, they ended up going on and winning this game by 10. Uh, so you, you have to give them credit here. Uh, but let's be serious. LSU lost more players following a national chip, championship game than I can ever remember. 14 guys went to the NFL. I think it broke a record. Um, and they also had key opt-outs. And you know, he, and and they broke in a new defensive coordinator, so you, and offensive coordinator. So you had new coordinators, uh, new systems, new players. I mean, 
Uh, I will say this Mississippi State broke all kinds of records, and they're, they're going to be probably a popular pick moving forward. Uh, 623 yards passing uh, by the Stanford transfer at quarterback. Uh, it was very interesting to see. I did catch a good amount of this game. Uh, so uh, moving forward, it's going to be interesting. Mississippi State hosting Arkansas. You're, we're already seeing an inflated number here. 17-point favorite against Arkansas. Now, I don't know that I want to back Arkansas uh, right now, but worth noting, Arkansas led Georgia at the half, 7-5. to um, So let's move on over to that game. Uh, they went on to lose 37-10. to uh, Really misleading final if you just look at the box scores. Georgia was a 28-point favorite. Uh, they didn't cover by only one point, but again, they were trailing 7-5 at halftime. They had just 387 yards in this one. While Arkansas had 280, so they were only plus 107 yards, nothing crazy. Uh, Georgia started uh, freshman quarterback in Mathis, who was uh, 8 for 17 for 55 yards and an interception. Uh, I, I'll be honest, I didn't get to catch this game because you know I, I have three screens going, and uh, you know I didn't have money on this game. I, I caught a little bit of it going back and forth, but um, not much of it. Uh, they made a switch at halftime with Stetson Bennett, and it was. It was a 180. It was a 180 switch because he passed for 211 yards, went 20 for 29. Uh, you know, not, not really sure what to make from this Arkansas game. Uh, I really need to go back and look more before, uh, you know, backing them against Mississippi State this week because uh, their defense looked really decent for a half at least. So uh, maybe Arkansas uh, first half might be worth uh, worth a shot. But I, I really want to dig into if these coaches have seen. Uh, a Mike Leach type offense and uh, see what these defensor, defensive backs are, t- are talking about as well. Uh, Kentucky was another play that we gave out. Uh, they outplayed Auburn from a statistical perspective, outgaining them by 60 yards. Uh, they were 12 for 19 on third down, but 0 for 2 on fourth down. And they also had three costly turnovers. That's like five turnovers, uh, which caused them not only to lose this game, but miss covering as a plus seven and a half point uh, underdog uh, that I, I gave out as one of my more um, uh, I, I was really confident in that play. I, it was a three percent play for me. Um, you know, I, I still think it was the right side personally. I, I have doubts about Auburn's defense. Yet we we may not see that show up this week. They they travel to play Georgia, whom had major issues on offense for a half against Arkansas. Uh, so we'll have to see moving forward. Um, Kentucky, a seven, now six and a half point favorite at home against Ole Miss. You know, I'm a bit surprised to see the money coming in on Ole Miss here. Uh, but I, I, I will be looking to bet, um, on Kentucky. I expect t- Kentucky will be able to put up a ton of points in that game. Uh, and perhaps Ole Miss, uh, might make more mistakes than on the road. Um, that they, they played a clean game against Florida, really a, probably a perfect game offensively. Uh, I was really shocked in that Florida and Florida was another play that I gave out. It did cover. Um, I was shocked on how bad Florida's defense played in that game. Um, that was very interesting. It did not look like a top five team to me. The offense was great. I love Dan Mullen, uh, but the defense is going to allow some teams to come in on the back door, um, to cover and, and possibly cause them to lose a game. Uh, this week they face South Carolina at home. They're an 18 and a half point favorite. Uh, you know, South Carolina's passing game will take some shots. Uh, that new offensive coordinator, Mike Bobo, we, we saw it against Tennessee, uh, which was another one of my plays. It was the push. South Carolina plus four was the premium newsletter pick. Uh, so it was a 2% recommendation. And um, we I, I wouldn't say we were lucky to get a, 
a push. We, we could have won the game outright uh, or at least covered. South Carolina was minus two in turnovers in that game. Uh, I'll say worth, worth noting is the quarterback from Tennessee, uh, Guarantina Tano, I, I don't know if he's going to be the quarterback for this entire season. He missed some wide open guys, some easy passes on third down. Uh, from that perspective, I felt like I was lucky to get the cover because Tennessee had some guys open and he just missed overthrew them. He's lucky not to throw an interception this game, to be honest. Um, Tennessee right now, I mean, they have a lot of hype. Uh, he's going to cause them to lose a game. Uh, they return home to face Missouri team that just got their asses kicked by Alabama. Um, and they're an 11 point favorite. So, um, I don't know this week's the, the week to, to fade Tennessee. Uh, Missouri was down 28 to three at the half, uh, and 35 to six after three quarters. And then the final was 38 to 19 against Alabama. So that, that game was much worse than it, it looked. Um, you know, I do like their hire of Drinkowitz, but, uh, and, and I like that he kept the defensive coordinator around, but I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm still not crazy about backing first year power five head coaches. So year two is where I look to back them as an underdog, uh, uh, Historically, that that typically pays pretty well. Uh, so some other games here: Texas A and M, uh, thirty point favorite, beat Vanderbilt seventeen to twelve. You, you think those kids weren't looking towards the Alabama this week? Uh, if if anything gives us line value this week against Alabama, where they opened as a, a seventeen point dog and have moved to sixteen and a half in some spots. Yeah, you know, I I do lean towards the Aggies. I know it's gonna be a popular pick. I, I need to dig in more because the Alabama was misleading as well. Now if Alabama won like thirty eight to three. Uh, we could have saw a 20 point spread and I, I probably would have pulled the trigger right away. Uh, some other games that I caught Duke versus Virginia, you know, I had the under there and, uh, we'll close on that. I guess since we were talking about totals is, was kind of like the, the, the overall theme of this, uh, <laughs> podcast, uh, you know, it, it went over the total despite not a great effort from the Duke offense. Uh, I don't think Chase Bryce, it's going to be the quarterback for very long there. Uh, 16 for 36, 246 passing yards, two touchdowns, and four interceptions. Uh, Virginia's offense looked good. It did not skip a beat without Bryce Perkins. Uh, I, you know, Obviously, I have tremendous respect for Ronco Mendenhall. I think he's a great coach. I think that uh, you know this might not be the rebuilding year that some people are predicting. Uh, their quarterback, Brennan Armstrong, he showed some potential. He was he was pretty impressive. I'm surprised he rushed for 47 yards on 10 carries. I, I really thought that Duke uh, defense, you know, would have been better against the run in this game. Uh, uh, the key thing with Duke uh, here is they were without two of their starting cornerbacks. So uh, take that with a grain of salt uh, before you go throwing Duke in the trash. Uh, but uh, just a very interesting game. Virginia at Clemson this week. I, I expect Clemson, who was off off last week to want to make another statement here as 28 point favorites. Um, I, I don't think it's going to be pretty for Virginia this week. Uh, Clemson also owned two against the spread so far this year, which, which they have had slow starts each of the last two seasons, which inevitably leads to line value. It's whether or not you want to, you know, play a team 20. I, I don't know if they're going to uh, just sit their players in the third quarter. So maybe a better way to look at this game is the first half. Uh, it should be like around 17 points. At least that's what Alabama was this past week, and they covered the first half easily. So I think that's the way to look uh, if you want to back Clemson this week, um, which I may get involved with. Uh, that wraps up today's podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm going to continue to make this better. Please feel free to 
Um, send me an email, contact me on Twitter at Freddie Wills. Let me know how I can make this better. Um, I'm going to start doing free pick videos as well later in the week and, uh, possibly get into some, some of, um, what I got into last year, knowing where like the money is on games and, and just any other tidbits that I, I pull, uh, you know, through, throughout the week, uh, matchups that I looked at that I didn't end up betting why I didn't bet them uh, maybe that helps you stay off a game or or back a team that you're more comfortable with I'm gonna try to give you guys as much info as I can so make sure um, you you know rate review and uh, subscribe I really greatly appreciate it and uh, good luck this week